0: Are you fearful about something right now? Tune into this episode to know how can you feel the fear and do it anyway? Hey there, I'm Vishani Nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast. I realized life's too short postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's so after failing thousand times I'm finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best entertain and educate through podcasting digital content creation and thought leadership on this podcast I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life Build conviction to follow them and how to build systems to sustain them. And if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same, then I'm up for a chat on my Instagram handle, which is at my first underscore IN. But for now, if you want to achieve your goals and build never failing systems, then what are you waiting for? Let's get started
1: step ever i am so thrilled and excited that we are yet again with an amazing guest speaker who is going to take us through a thrill ride because we are going to address everything that makes us fearful but yet she does it and so are you going to very soon (laughs) So please join me in welcoming Rosie Chong all the way from Australia. Hi, Rosie.
2: Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait.
1: It's absolutely my pleasure. And I think on behalf of all my listeners, youngsters, students, everyone who's trying to make life their way. They're trying to take their first towards Mm -hmm. their goal. I am so sure they're going to be benefited so much from this episode because we have Rosie Chong, who is an avid content lover, sharing her journey and love for social media, digital marketing and mental health on LinkedIn, which you must check out. And also on TikTok and Instagram. I bet she is favorite of youngsters. (laughs) When she's not... (laughs) (laughs) So when she's not working, her 9 to 5 social strategist job that she is on, she loves to hang out with strangers dog at park, wow, that's interesting. And wind down. Well, I don't yeah.
2: have my own dog. So yeah. I love meeting other people's dogs. And one day I'll be ready to have my own. Ah. But until then, it's just going to have to be meeting other people's I dogs. I see you're preparing <laughs> yourself for that. Exactly. I just got to practice. Yeah, I think
1: I like your uh, methodology. That's really nice to so get yourself pepped up. Thank <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> it works.
1: Lovely. And I think one very interesting fun fact about Rosie is that she loves to wind down playing Nintendo Switch or cooking and eating anything pasta related. Well, all of us love pasta. I think so.
2: <laughs> pasta is life, honestly.
1: So, so uh, I suppose you are the pasta queen while cooking as well?
2: Something like that. My boyfriend and I did. Whilst we were in lockdown for two years in Melbourne, we got around to finally making pasta at home and learned how to do that off, a of, I think, a Facebook video or something. And then for my birthday, my mum got us a in-real-life sort of in-person cooking class with sort of pseudo-celebrity chef. She's got cookbooks and is verified on Instagram, the whole whole deal. And so we did it with her and it was us and three other people. All of them were sort of parents with kids who were 20-something and were all Italian and had grown up making pasta by hand with their grandparents and parents. My boyfriend and I were sitting there being like, cool. So we know nothing, but we're here. We're excited. We love pasta. It's fine. Um, So, yeah, good time. So, I will, I could, if I had to pick one meal to eat till the day I die, it would be pasta for sure.
0: So, I think the
1: next time if we ever meet, I know what to cook for you. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Pasta is the way to my heart.
1: Awesome. I think what's very interesting is that you have influencers down in your family everywhere and probably that sort of rubs on to you as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Awesome. So, You know what? I am so excited for, for to chat to you today, Rosie, because our listeners, they are at a stage where they're trying to you, understand what is the career that they would like to make. They're trying to fight their own fears and that they really want to communicate, but it's a very, very difficult stage to communicate because... You let alone communicate Mm -hmm. with yourself that you're going to go and communicate with the world. But what you're doing is creating your personal brand besides having your own job, career. You are more than that. You're adding value to your personality, yourself, but also with others. So this is exactly what I want to discuss today in this episode so that everyone who's listening to us can understand how they can do it, how they can bring their personality out in an easy way that makes Mm -hmm. them comfortable, but The underline is that it is going to be fearful and you have to do it. So how? So let's get started and let me ask Rosie the first question, (laughs) which is, Rosie, we would like to understand when and why did you think of starting or creating your own personal brand through LinkedIn? So
2: I, I only started posting on LinkedIn about a year ago. I just sort of celebrated my one year anniversary, if you will, in March, so very, very exciting and Saw that <laughs> I had always had always had LinkedIn and had only ever really used it for "Oh, I'm starting an internship or "I've just graduated from uni." It was never anything exciting. And when I started at my role that I was doing last year at a boutique digital marketing agency, it was my boss at the time who had she had about thirty thousand followers on LinkedIn herself, very wow. passionate about digital marketing and social media. And she encouraged me when I first started. She was like, you should post on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's great. And I was like, what are you talking about? Who posts content on LinkedIn? I thought content creation was for YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, TikTok, whatever it was. But I'd never considered LinkedIn. And so me being the person I am who loves the limelight, I love being the center of attention, which is embarrassing, but we've come to a point in my life where I'm okay to admit that. (laughs) honest (laughs) you gotta be (laughs) especially if you're gonna put your life on the internet so I made my first post after she encouraged me to do it and then did a second post I did a third post and well here we are a year later and it was originally to I guess cement myself as an authoritative figure in the digital marketing space it was to help with my job potentially get new clients because I was in a client facing sales position, So it was in an effort to find leads as well. And then it just kind of became something that I loved so much. I sort of just ran with it. And now I've built a really cool community and I'm still still figuring it out. There are days where I have no idea what to post or I feel uninspired or I can't be bothered, but I absolutely love it. And I find that the LinkedIn community is so different to other social media platforms. So it's it's been a wild ride so far.
1: Incredible. So the reason that we are discussing this right now is because for anyone who's seeking out for job or trying to make out their career or trying to, you know, establish themselves as entrepreneurs or looking for the funding or anything of that sort, LinkedIn is a very, very good mm-hmm. platform. And what's very interesting in Rosie's story is that she just started a year ago. She did have an intern like intention, although her... Uh, her very dear boss recommended that to her, but she had an intention that why she want to do it and what she wants to Mm -hmm. achieve out of it. So I think these two are very important things that when you start, that you have that written down. Once you have done that, you have to just start doing it. Now, when I say just start doing it, it's not very easy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's exactly what I want to get into Rosie's mind today. If you remember... okay for example it's not the first post or whichever post it is when were you most scared of posting any of your any of your uh, content what was going in your mind and how did you overcome that
2: vividly remember a post it was i think september or october last year and i was so burnt out i'd had a pretty bad sort of mental health day really bad deal with sort of anxiety and exhaustion and I was doing so much that it had just caught up with me and I just, I think I just fell in a heap of tears. I can't remember if it was during a work meeting or after work and my partner had said the smallest inconvenient thing and I just sort of lost it. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to be real with my LinkedIn audience, which is something I'd sort of prided myself on doing for about six months at this point. I thought, okay, maybe I should be honest and open about going through this burnout, struggling, not having a good day or having a really bad sort of anxiety attack and so I wrote the post I had the photo of sort of I think it was me being all sad or exhausted or mid cry or whatever it was and I had it written and it was more or less I think I remember the post starting with I'm really scared to post this but here we go or something along those lines and it was one of the more vulnerable posts that I'd done for the first time I do a lot more now about mental health and being open about anxiety and burnout and what, but it was posting that that was very scary because it was the, I guess the good thing about LinkedIn is that it's got really strong reach. So it can reach millions or hundreds of thousands of people. That's also the downside when you're sharing a photo, or sharing a story about burnout and exhaustion and an anxiety attack. It's like, oh, okay, well you don't know who's going to see this, but it's also a professional network. So it can be colleagues, my boss, my ex-colleagues, friends of friends, who knows who's on there. So it was that post that I was definitely the most scared to post. And I think I still get nervous to share. Things are a little bit more raw, such as dealing with anxiety or having a bad mental health day. But at the end of the day, I find that those sharing those moments are the most rewarding because so many people are like, hey, I feel the same. Or, oh, it's so good to see someone normalize taking a break or taking a rest and not going 100% every single day
1: right so what i understand is that you somehow gathered the courage or probably not on that particular day you must have waited some time or maybe just let that flow you know um just going Mm -hmm. back to probably you know for example people who are just out of university and they are struggling with that mindset as well and They are scared to put themselves out there because the recruiters are there and they want to see a very good (laughs) candidate. So in that context, if you would, if you really like to, you know, suggest something to them that when they are creating any sort of content, what's the best way to make a move for them?
2: I think it's a sort of a two-step process. The first would be start creating content that is relevant to the field that you want to go into, whether or not it's directly related to your degree, or maybe it's a little bit of a sidestep and a bit of a parallel to what you studied. Start making content that is in your sort of authentic tone of voice and shows your passion or insights to it, whatever the topic is, whether it's technology or web three or marketing or graphic design, whatever it is, do that first to essentially cement yourself a bit like a thought leader, build yourself a little bit of a portfolio that'll help you stand out. And then the second bit is instead of waiting for recruiters to find you, go find them. Connect with people who are recruiters in your industry or connect with even HR people or people who have the job title that you're interested in. If it's a a graduate at a company you want to work with, start connecting with them and introduce yourself up ask about their journey, the application process. If it's going into the role that's maybe not necessarily a graduate position, but maybe more a first entry-level role, you can do the exact same thing. You can reach out to people who either maybe work at the company that you really want to work for, your dream company, or maybe they've got a similar job title and similar experience. Those people are really flooded when well, most people will be flooded and very happy to share their story and their journey. And you can start learning from that, both for people who are sort of almost one step ahead of you or those who are recruiters in the field you want to be in, there's no rule to say that you can't reach out. So leverage building that network and connecting and just make sure that it's really personalized. And I would do that after you start making content. So when someone jumps on your profile, they can say, oh, Rosie is an avid lover for marketing. She's been posting content for three months. That's so great. Um, I really want to talk to her and who knows, maybe it can lead to a job.
1: Absolutely. This is so great. What, what an amazing tip. And I think what's very interesting that you have told you have given us that build the foundation before you jump in and you start connecting because when they want to learn more about you, where will they go and what will they find? So Rosie, that is so good. Build your foundation before you take your Sorry. first step. And I think that goes for anything in life, like even if you want to build your, you want to take the first step towards your big dream that you have, you have to build the foundation because then only you get the confidence to take that little step. That's amazing. Has there ever been a situation where you posted something and it just backfired like in a funny way, (laughs) but it has, but in a way, but it did help you, you know, in some way or the other, the incident that you would like to share.
2: I remember doing a post late last year and it was lighthearted. It was a bit of a joke in terms of, I think it was Halloween, and it was something about being ghosted in emails. Very, very funny, very lighthearted. It did not land. I had people in my DMs and my comments saying, hey, do you need training in XYZ? I can help you get better if you're not getting responses to emails. And I was like, no, this is not not good did not reflect well on me or my capabilities in my job and it was so not the message I was trying to get across I was trying to do something a little bit more timely humorous a little bit more lighthearted, and I quickly learned that some people miss the humor and some people are just there to say oh this person isn't as skilled as I am so maybe I can use it as an opportunity to teach them and it was just it's very embarrassing but we've learned from it and I've learned to write better content and use my copy a little bit better and so far have avoided similar occurrences.
1: Well thank you so much firstly for sharing that it's never easy <laughs> to be embarrassed <laughs> on a public platform and yet share that with so many people. So Rosie what would be your top tip if anyone wants to you know start as, as you've already told us how they can make a start but Even when you make a start, you're going to fall numerous times and you're going to face a lot of Mm. anxiety, embarrassment, as you just mentioned in one of your posts. How have you dealt with it? And how can you, if if you can share some tips with our listeners today?
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, even after a year of content, and I don't even know how many posts I've made, to be honest, I still get scared about posting or get scared something's not going to perform or I'm going to feel like... Bit of a failure. I definitely had certain kinds of posts that would just totally flop. It would get no likes, no views, no comments. And I spent a long time putting a lot of emphasis and focus on vanity metrics like likes or the number of people that have viewed it. And it's still up until this day, still something that I battle with. But what I realized that worked better in terms of helping me find my passion to keep creating or find meaning in terms of wanting to keep posting and keep putting myself out there was to stop caring so much about how many likes it had or comparing my, my post to someone else that maybe has more followers or they have more likes or they have more comments, whatever it is, removing all of that and more focusing on, okay, well, why do I enjoy making content? What is my own purpose? What value can I give to someone else into a community? And for me, finding that focus and stripping it down to, oh, well, I like helping people. I like inspiring others. I like being able to share my story so others can feel that they've got someone to relate to. Once I started doing that, I stopped caring about everything else. And that's kind of what helped me find my flow and helped me find a bit of confidence that even if something fails or I feel like an imposter or I even feel like a failure, that I can sort of remove that and strip it back down to what I care about and what I'm passionate about. So in terms of my best tips to someone who maybe has started their journey or they're thinking about starting their journey on LinkedIn is it's normal for a post to not do well. It's normal to feel a bit of a imposter syndrome and feel like you don't belong or you don't know what you're doing. Maybe you'll get backlash from people or something. I mean, when I first started, my friends made so much fun of me for posting. They were like, what are you doing? It's LinkedIn. It's not Instagram. What are you posting for? And you just have to realize that, everyone is going to sort of have their opinion or have something to say, but at the end of the day, you're doing something that a lot of people are too scared to do or something that's a lot of people wish they could do, but they just think, Oh, it's too hard. And in the long run, it's going to be setting yourself up for so much more success in whatever you want to do, whatever you want to achieve in career or personal branding or finding a mentor or whatever it is. So it's trying to mute those negative comments and that negative criticism and remove this fear of it doesn't matter how your post performs what matters is just keep trying, keep pushing. You'll find something that works. You'll find a rhythm. It might not take a week. It might take a couple of months to find that rhythm. It You might take a hundred posts to fail first before you find that one golden nugget that works. But I think it's just keep pushing, keep persevering and try not to put so much weight on how a post performs or not compare yourself to someone else because everyone else is in their own rat race. Everyone else is at their own pace, doing their own thing. What matters is that you keep making content that you're excited about and all the good things will come after that. You just have to keep putting in the effort and just keep trying.
1: This is so insightful and so thoughtful because I think you have just nailed down the most difficult aspect of dealing with all these issues that is our psychology fighting with our own fears, fighting with our own mindset, you know, of what will people think of me? And one of the most important aspects that you have pinpointed, which is what will my friends think of me? What will my family (laughs) say about me? Because they have seen us grow in a certain way. And probably we were in a shell for so so long. And when we try to come out of that and be ourselves, People around us might feel uncomfortable but then that's not a voice that you should be listening to often the only voice that you should mm-hmm. be listening to always is your own voice so rosie thank you so much i loved, love chatting with you just to get to know about your linkedin journey and in general you know what's your mindset like how do you deal with fear how do you cope with embarrassing situations online which is like in public <laughs> It's so scary. I can definitely understand. And I would like to emphasize on one aspect that you mentioned over here, which was to be relatable, you have to understand your why. Once, you know, the number game takes over, it does. When you just start, you know, posting everything, the likes, comments, everything takes over. There are people who come and tell you, you're not getting the kind of views that you used to get. You know, you need to maybe change your strategy something. But as rosie mentioned in your heart you need to ask yourself what is your why and get back to it and get started so i think this was lovely and amazing conversation and getting to peep inside your mind was amazing thank you before we say bye to you are you able to leave our listeners with a book can you recommend a book that is your absolute favorite and you think our guests, our listeners should not miss it and second, your favourite quote.
2: For sure. So I was having a bit of a think because I've been so bad at reading in the last sort of months, couple of months. I sent myself a news resolution to read more in 2022. So far that has not really happened, but it's fine. So we're looking past over some of my sort of must-read list, There's two from the same author called Trent Dalton, who I think he's a Melbourne-based author. He's, he lives somewhere in Australia. One is called I think it's All the Shimmering Skies. And the other one I wrote down is called Boy Swallows Universe. And both are just really raw and really I don't know, just written in such a unique way. It's such, I couldn't put the, the book down, which is why I always sort of recommend them. And I it's it's always so good to find a book that's not necessarily just a love story or an autobiography. would still fiction, but it was just a really compelling story. And then a quote, again, this is something I had to really think about because there's a lot of things I say in my day-to-day or things that I talk about in post that I kind of forget that someone else has said as a quote. It's just sort of become my day-to-day. But one that I really, really love is, I think it's by Teddy Roosevelt, is believe you can and you're halfway there. And I think it just sums up something that I really believe in, in everything I do in day-to-day, in creating content is... You just have to believe in yourself first and that's half the effort already there. It's half that mountain already climbed.
1: And we sum up this episode with such a great note believe you can and you're halfway there that's so true if you, so have true. Reached thus if you far try today, once and you firstly, will thank you really so much to see that it really means that you have really learned something
0: out of this episode upset. and you so have thank enjoyed you, Rosie so why don't you share me, it with me and let ever. me know that what it is was that we have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes I love to build a relationship with my viewers and and know what really is that helping them so you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore IN and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple, or Spotify and please drop your rating to my show and comment. Well, this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as I help you in your journey in taking the first step ever. Until next time, start believing in yourself. And most importantly, keep believing in yourself.